Welcome to another episode of Into Final Thoughts. Before we jump into it, I want to tell you to check out our official partner of this season of Into Final Space, Cartoon Crave. Cartoon Crave is an incredible network and news source for all things animation, including Final Space. To learn more, check them out on Instagram at cartooncrave underscore and at the Cartoon Crave on Twitter. Now, let's get into the episode. Looky here, we are back on another incredible episode of your f- official Final Space podcast, Into Final Space. Uh, we're on the first of the two final, quote, regular episodes of our of our post-episode review show, Into Final Thoughts, with the man, myth, legend. Ole! <laughs> yeah, we are glad to have Ole on. Uh, if you're new, welcome. We've been hitting each of these episodes as they premiered, and we are back with a Transdimensional Bridge Rising. In our last regular episode, uh, next week after after 10. That's right. So we'll be shaking it up a bit. Uh, we're going to let you watch 11 through 13 without any interruptions from us. Then we're going to be doing a special release of the final three episodes of Into Final Thoughts. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have some of you on with us. And uh, we'll definitely know you let you know a little bit more about that at the end of this episode. Uh, for now, strap in with our, uh, what do we call them? Our, uh, our spoiler Spo- seatbelts. Seat yeah, yeah, <laughs> strap in and uh, let's get into final space with episode nine. So uh, Olin, we, uh, we kick this episode off with a kind of really neat power dynamic. Uh, we get to see the Lord commander's butt kicked a little bit by, uh, by Invictus. Um, can we chat about like their interactions this season, and uh, and what can we expect going into these finale episodes with our uh, our two big bad guys? Yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was an interesting idea, and and you know, this is this is you know, I think one of David's kind of uh, big uh, big discussions that we you know we had the back and forth with with me and him discussing probably the the interaction between these two. Um, quite a bit. And, and, you know, he loved, um, certain aspects of this kind of interaction and, uh, and kind of, you know, just the idea that the Lord commander, something that we haven't seen is, is somebody kick his butt, you know, like we really haven't seen that in a meaningful way and, and somebody that kind of terrifies him a little bit. So it's kind of interesting to kind of see what that you know what that is and actually kind of getting to see it on screen is something that's like oh wait wait a second you know this guy's pretty powerful but if he's if he's scared of invictus what does that mean so i think it's it's you know it's going to be a big catalyst for what happens next and uh you know i don't think the lord commander you know will take that you know lying down but uh yeah it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out yeah, yeah, we got that uh, the nice little tease of, of next episode with the ship coming in uh, for for Ted. So yeah, really pumped to to see what's coming up with that. Um, but for now, we we finally have the the full team squad back together here in London. Uh, we're all circling back back to Earth that you know popped up at the be- beginning right there and one. It's so crazy that we're already back here. Um, so, so what decision was was made in the in the writers' room to have us come back to uh, to Earth to London for for this beginning of beginning of the end? 
Yeah, I mean, it was always a part of that story um, that they would have to get back to London to to use the bridge. So it was, I always kind of, you know, and, and this is something to kind of say that I always viewed nine and 10. And I think we kind of almost wrote it as like a two-parter. So yeah. it, it really, when you feel, when you watch them back to back, it feels like one giant episode. Right. And, and this is, this is kind of, you know, it goes back to kind of uh season one territory where you would watch some episodes and they just kind of feel better when you watch them next to each other, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, for example, like seven and eight, if you actually got the binge that and watch those back to back, it would actually be pretty, a pretty awesome experience. Yeah. Instead of having to wait a week, you know, and another week and another week and another week. But this one, it's like, I really do believe that nine and 10, um, probably more than any other uh, pairing belong to each other. Like yeah. they, they, they really, it really does look like a two-parter. Um, and, and a lot of the reason for that is that they're in the same location, they're in London, um, and they got a, you know, you're going to see the other half of that story. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's once you watch them together, I think it's, it, it's going to bring a, a, an even cooler vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. And we were chatting about before, you know, coming on kind of viewing this, this whole season, uh, from, from a different perspective from that bird's eye view. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's always interesting going back and watching Final Space. And, you know, we talked about this contrast several times throughout the podcast of uh, our international fans who yeah. hopefully get to listen down about this down the road, you know, seeing this through all the way as opposed to, to the week to week. And, you know, it just really creates this yeah. different <laughs> dynamic. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely would encourage people to go back after the season's over and just watch it again. Uh, I think it's yeah. I I think it, I would be interesting to see what what everybody thinks when you watch them all together. Yeah. Um, but really, I would I would almost be interested to see what people think when you watch seasons one, uh, two, and three all together. Yeah. You know, like yeah, to see all those storylines you know, overarching. Yeah. And that's yeah. something that I even have done. You know, and that I would actually kind of be interested in in doing. You know, just to kind of see you know, what little things kind of have new meanings and, and, um, it might be cool. I don't know. There you go. There's, do there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a podcast event for you and we can just watch it all through together and, and chat about it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, right here in nine, we get kind of Tribor and Quattro's last huzzah, uh, in this episode as they, uh, escape back into, into our universe, uh, bringing along their liberated forces, uh, were you uh, were you satisfied with the uh, this kind of ending of this this arc with Tribor Quattro? Yeah, I mean, it felt like you know, it was it was kind of a nice distraction, you know, that didn't um, and and this you know it's always debatable whether it's it's if it's good or bad, but um, you know, every once in a while, I think if you look back on it, you're like, you know, that was kind of a nice distraction for that short, you know, very intense episode or, you know, something like that. But I, I do feel like, you know, um, it was short enough to, to, you know, not kind of overstay it, it's welcome, you know? Um, and, and it felt like it was, you know, they're out, you know, <laughs> like they, they, you know, Clarence did accomplish something. And the thing yeah. is, keep this in mind, the bridge is still on. Yeah. yeah it's but- not off. So it's still, the doorway is still open. So Clarence, you know, did do something and he ended up saving a lot of people. His sacrifice did not go in vain. And, you know, as Tribor and Quattro go to the other side, yeah, 
Yeah, it's just, you know, it's like, I always, I, I like the moment because somebody on our team actually saved somebody, you know, right. like, and, and yeah. you get to see or lead these people out into a new life, you know? And, yeah. you know, we didn't really get to spend too much time with them, but, you know, they're not a part of the A story. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like this other story um, that we're getting to tell through these, you know, kind of kooky characters. But I think Quattro um, is kind of like the 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 yin to Tribor's yang, you know, and I yeah. think that um, <laughs> as much as goofy Tribor is, I think that Quattro is actually going to be a pretty awesome character. Um, yeah. And I think it's, uh, you know, just I'm excited to see where they go. And, and and you know, maybe maybe that's the end. Maybe that's the last scene. I don't really know at this point. But, yeah, I mean, it's I think I'm I'm satisfied with it. You know, it's uh, you got really I think what they were in two. They were in, um, I think, four. And then, yeah, this this episode and you get. They're out. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It, it was nice to have a, a moment of kind of of resolution, even among all the uh, the chaos that that does happen these these few episodes we've seen. You know, it's it's you know them riding off into the sunset together. Um, yeah, it was a nice kind of just breath. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a nice little distraction. You know, and 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 you know. Um, that's the thing I, I think that we're, you know, that worked best is, is just kind of, you know, getting him out. And uh, now we can focus in on all this A story glory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, of course, you mentioned uh, obviously a big part of this episode is Clarence as we as we see him taking charge to open his side of the bridge. But uh, I kind of want to circle back to him because we do have this kind of massive moment, basically bringing season two into season three uh what was kind of the uh the inspiration to i guess tie off loose ends or or bring this story to to a head here uh with all these season two characters yeah i mean it was it was something where you know as we are thinking and and really kind of outlining this episode um it was kind of interesting thinking about all the characters that we're kind of just like, you know, loose ends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I had actually one point wanted to actually name the, the episode loose ends. Cause it just felt like it was just all these loose ends that were kind of lingering out after season two that really didn't kind of complete or come to a, a satisfying conclusion. And I was like, you know what, let's, let's do this and let's do it in a, in a really interesting way where it's like this massive battle Royale between yeah. these season two characters, some of which, you know, um, it's kind of a nice therapeutic, uh, getting rid of because it's, it was never my intention to kind of have that, those characters, even in the show to begin with. Sure. Um, so it was nice to kind of, you know, eliminate some things that, uh, I could kind of, you know, basically just kind of say, Hey, not anymore, you know? <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it was, it was fun to bring back the DeWinters. Um, it was fun to kind of, you know, add another kind of like a little beat to their story where he's kind of going to hook up with the, the queen from, <laughs> from him. And it was, and like, I remember I was kind of writing this scene and I was like, man, that just seems so organic that he would just totally be into this, this octopus lady. I don't even know what it was, but it made me laugh and it makes me laugh every single time 
when uh, she's like, I'm getting a divorce. And he's like, you had me at divorce. <laughs> like there's something really. That's, yeah, that was an excellent one liner there. <laughs> yeah, there's something about that. It always cracks me up. And uh, and then really getting to write, you know, I always kind of refer to, to Clarence and Todd as like two two sides of a coin, you know, where one of them found um, a redeeming, you know, aspect to their story. And the other one uh, couldn't look past that, his own hate to basically redeem himself. And he had it right there. Um, and it was just kind of, I really liked that idea of, of taking two characters that kind of were probably the most hated yeah, and basically redeeming one and not redeeming the other. Yeah. And there's something really cool about that. I don't know. Like I, I, I really enjoyed that idea. And as I was writing it and kind of really, uh, fleshing out that scene i knew that pretty much you know a battle royale you gotta you gotta kill people you know like like and i knew clarence wasn't going to survive and todd wasn't going to survive yeah but but there was something cool hearing the experience of clarence as somebody that uh knew that he had wronged and and he was just kind of living in that shame and it broke him down to the point where he tried to to help say, Todd, like, look, you're the people that you loved would be ashamed of what you've become. I know it. I've, I've lived it, yeah. you know, and he's seen that shame. And Todd was just like, no, I, I have to kill this guy. And, and he just believes it in his soul that, he, that Gary had wronged him, you know? And there are people like that in real life that, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, they will never stop hating. Yeah. And, and, and that's just real life. Like, like, and maybe people haven't experienced that. I mean, I've experienced it at least a couple times in my life where no matter what you do, what you say, if you apologize, no matter what it is, they hate you, you know? And I think there's something to that where it was cool and awesome. Another thing I really, what I wanted to do with Clarence is I like, I wanted to see if Conan could, could do it, you know, like actually like dramatically act. Cause I always had in the back of my head, like he could do it, you know, he could really do it. Yeah. He, has the, he has the talent for it. Cause I, cause I think a lot of comedic actors, you go at Jim Carrey, look at you know, Bill Hader. They have the ability to do this really amazing dramatic acting. And I've always in the back of my head knew Conan could do it. So I tried to make something extremely dramatic kind of stretched him a little bit, you know, that was like, Hey, you can do this and you're not going to be funny. And that's really hard for Conan to do. Okay. (laughs) I mean, if you talk to him, he's one of the funniest people you will ever interact with. I'm telling you, like, it's a natural funny. He, he's so effortlessly funny that basically he, it's not even him trying. Like he's just funny naturally. So to have him something where it's like, hey, don't be funny on this, it was different for him, you know? And I think it was cool to see that he could do it. And it was awesome that I got to write that scene and have him do it and direct him. You know, it was like, it was kind of like your this is what I hope to do, you know, like and and I always want to kind of, you know push certain actors in a, in a certain degree and, and really try to bring out their, their strengths. And 
you know, that was kind of another reason why I was like, you know what, I really want to write this avocado Gary fight scene. Yeah. Because I, I I know Cote's just waiting, you know, like he, there's (laughs) something there that's untapped that I want to pull out of them, you know? And if you can get people to their raw point, like to the point where they just put it all out in, into the, into the microphone or whatever, you get some really awesome performances. And I think Conan crushed it. And I think even Alan Tudyk really basically showed up <laughs> to a character that he hadn't done in forever and just crushed it. You know, he was, a, he's just such an amazing, they're, they're both amazing, but um, really getting to play those two against each other, man, that's so cool. Um, but I had a lot of fun with that battle Royale, you know, just playing all the different angles to it, getting characters together that were never together in season two, but now they are and, and just having fun with it. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like, uh, it was a massacre, but you know, it was a massacre for a lot of different reasons, but (laughs) I did have fun, um, you know, kind of saying goodbye to Clarence and, and Todd and uh, you know, they just crushed it. They're, they're very talented. And uh, yeah. yeah, I like that scene a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think I had about three or four questions that you just answered uh, <laughs> and all that. So uh, uh, there's one thing I do want to uh, circle back to a little bit on Clarence. Um, one thing I found interesting that, you know, we've talked about previously is that uh, our team doesn't have anybody else. Uh, you know, we, when they were like, well, we need to call somebody for outside. Uh, everyone they know had died or they had failed them, you know, leaving them with the last choice of, uh, of Clarence. So what is this, what does this kind of tell us about our, our team squad and their, uh, their adventures so far through these past three seasons? Yeah. I think that's, that kind of tells you that they, um, you know, that they don't have a lot of friends out there, but also they've made a lot of enemies and, um, you know, in those travels in season two, um, you got to see those enemies show up to the point where it's like, you know, the DeWinters, you got met Kevin, you got uh, time swap, Sammy, you got Todd uh, Fraskenhauer. He's just there because he wants to have dinner on Thursday. But um, there's a lot of it's really interesting that they don't know anybody on the other side because they're either dead or they hate them. And that's 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 interesting. You know, um, and it's like, really, who would you call, you know, if today you you had to have somebody on the other side of the country turn something on, your list is probably very small, you yeah. know, but imagine you, you have to have something turn something on on the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. OK, that's even smaller of a list. So it's a pretty small, <laughs> it's a pretty small list. You know, I wouldn't even know, like if I had to have something turned on in China right now that thing's probably going to be left off. I don't know anybody, you know? Yeah. So, so I think it's, it's, it's interesting that uh, it was an obstacle that I really liked that the bridge had to be turned on, on both sides. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's something that I really like to, to do is to add a, always like a little bit of a wrinkle to any sort of situation where it's, it feels like it's an easy kind of thing. It's not, it's like, we, we put that other little wrinkle in, in it. Um, and yeah, I, remember, yeah. man, I remember a, a summer khaki wrinkle, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember having to describe that, how the bridge worked 
I was like, somebody has to be on the other side. They're like, the other side of what? The other side of Final Sway. They got to be on the other side. They got to turn it on there and they got to turn it on here. It's like, why? Because that's how the bridge works. You know, like I had to explain. You got too sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's, you know, and then we, we had to try to explain it in the script. And it was like, you know, it was, it was an interesting endeavor. But yeah, I, I think it was, you know, just a, a nice little wrinkle to the plan where, now we're going to kind of, you know, see the other side of it where it's like it was turning on the bridge, but now they have to turn on this Kevin net that essentially could potentially be this weapon to destroy Titans yeah. and then get out of there. So it's like, it's like the last, it's like basically you for, forgot your car keys at home, but the car is waiting outside, you know, yeah. it's still running. Yeah. And so it's like, you got to look for, you got to find your keys, get it on, get the keys and go home, you know, like that's kind of what it is. So, um, I like it. It, it, it. These two episodes really play well with each other. But yeah. 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 I just want to say uh, your team at Shadow Machine and then Jamfield, they, they killed it on that on that bridge. It's always so interesting, uh, you know, how they're constantly crossing over the uh, the 2D and 3D side of animation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it uh, looks they did a really good. Yeah. Really good job on that. Um, yeah. It, it, the bridge always looks cool. You know, yeah. like whenever every time you see it, you're like, yeah, that's kind of a cool it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a, it's a good nod to to like gives gives very Stargate type vibe, very sci-fi. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's always great. I mean, Final Space is obviously you know a, a science fiction action comedy, uh, but it's always good to you know kind of pull that very sci-fi side of it to it. Yeah. Um, and we you know we always like to kind of nod and kind of like do a like a homage to yeah a, a lot of the the great sci-fis that have come before us and. You know, this was obviously had a lot of Stargate kind of, you know, DNA in it because, I mean, I love Stargate. I've seen every Stargate, you know, show that there is, you know, yeah. Stargate, you got Stargate Atlantis, you got Stargate Universe, you, you got it all, you know. And, you know, we have basically actors that are from Stargate on the show. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like it's it's one of those things that I I really appreciate that show for what it did. And, and it's a really fun show. It's just it's kind of one of those ones where um, you can rewatch. And I just actually started rewatching it again. And uh, man, you just get lost in it. Such a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, before we wrap our last bit of questions, uh, I asked our listeners via at into final space on Twitter. So follow if you, so you don't miss out on the stuff in the future, uh, what uh, they wanted to know about this episode. So, uh, so here's some good ones from that. Um, so we learned here at the end about uh, Gary's final space poisoning, uh, and fans had a lot of questions. Uh, so, Brazzy Four, Twilight Opal, Final Space News, Fangirl Star in 1997, Adrian Rock Sad, and the list goes on. Uh, we're all asking, how long has Gary been poisoned, and uh, is this affecting the rest of the team squad? If you can tell us. Um, I don't know what, what, what our future lies with these. Yeah, I mean, uh, as much as I want to give you answers, um, you just got to keep watching, you yeah. know? Uh, and you, you might not get to answer this next episode, but, but the answers are coming. And, uh, as far as when Gary got the final space poisoning, I mean, it just, it just, just started hitting him, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely probably between eight and nine where he kind of started to really realize that, you know, it's starting to affect him, but, um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another question from at Gabriel327, nice name. Um, 
And I think you answered this a, a bit on online and, uh, and we chatted about it before we, we hopped on this episode, but, uh, people were asking, uh, where's our tiger tiger? Where's, where's biscuit at? Uh, and you know, if you would dive, it's kind of what we were chatting about beforehand. I think that would, that would definitely help a lot of folks. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's funny because it's like, you know, to everybody that's watching the show right now, it's two weeks. I've seen biscuit. But when you watch it in, in a streaming fashion, it's only really two kind of like one hour, you know, if yeah. that. It's like yeah. 40 minutes. Um, and so he's working on his Hue project. Yeah. <laughs> he got to let it let the man work. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a Hue project, he's got to finish. Okay. He's he's in butt. And I think that's you know, one of the things about Biscuit is we always viewed him as like a little mechanic, you know, yeah. like he's kind of always on the ship, he's always around. But you might not see him every episode. And right. I, you don't have to see Biscuit every episode. You know? In fact, I don't even want to see Biscuit every episode. <laughs> I want to see Biscuit when he pops up. The least I when I don't expect Biscuit, that's when I want Biscuit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, but I, I I think those two episodes, I think they played way better without Biscuit yeah. seeing him. Absolutely. But just know he's always in the background working <laughs> on his Hue project. Okay? That's right. That's right. And uh, our, our last question uh, is from at Twilight Opal, uh, asking the question we all know of who's the real liberator? You know, is it, is it Tripor? Is it Quattro? And uh, for serious, uh, do you have any any notes on the the future of these? I know we chatted a little, little bit about it, but uh, if do you if you if you could think of something, you know, uh, what's ahead for them? Oh yeah 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 yeah. I mean, you know. As far as who the liberator is right now, it's it's a it's a joint endeavor. Um, But uh, but (laughs) but yeah, I think, you know, Tribor and Quattro, you know, I always kind of had a vision for at least Tribor, but Quattro is now a new part of the equation. But yeah, you know, I don't want here's the thing. I don't want to speculate on a lot of like what's happening because it's it's definitely got me in trouble before. And I don't want people to kind of take something and and say that I promise because (laughs) <laughs> things change things yeah. more yeah. things you never of, know uh, what notes you're gonna get. even the thing <laughs> exactly so it's like right now and i don't who knows even if there is even a season four you know like sure. so yeah. at this point let's just let's just uh be happy that they're joint liberators and uh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah once again real real i think it's a really good fun ending uh to, to what we've seen from them this season um but to wrap us up, uh, we talked a you mentioned a little bit. Uh, Quinn and the squad made the decision to, to stay behind and use the Kevin net to uh, to take down the Titans. Um, which is, you know, it's 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 kind of it's a real sacrifice uh, and, and a massive move for them to stay because you know the entire time the goal was like and I mean Gary yeah. Gary mentioned this when when uh, Bolo told Mooncake that he was you know it was like you're here to fight Titans, we're here to get Quinn and get out of final space. This yeah. is. Yeah. This is kind of a massive turnaround, but once again, Quinn said it, it's not going to stop until all of them are dead or uh, all the Titans are. So yeah. what does, uh, what do these last four episodes look like in this, this fight for our team squad? And uh, what do we have to look forward to for, for next week for number 10? You know, I think I've said this kind of multiple times, but Quinn, Quinn is the hero. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, a hero, um, We'll see what's ahead of them and and know kind of the obstacles that, that are ahead of them and, and what they got to do. Yeah. And I think she sees this as a moment of thinking ahead. 
hey, if we do this, we could stop this from what's to come. Right. And I think that's, you know, one of the building blocks to a, to a hero is, is, is that hindsight of kind of like, you know, you don't want to kind of look back and, and say, man, I wish we would have done that. We had an opportunity. We missed it. I think she's had experience where you don't miss opportunities like this. You jump on them, you know, and you know, that's, that's one of the, the core components to a leader is, is sometimes you got to make decisions um, that aren't the best or they, they, they might be the best, but there could be casualties along the way. Right. And, you know, she made this decision because of what's going to happen tomorrow, you know? And I think what Gary, where Gary was and where he was trying to come at was, it's like, well, we'll at least have tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So there's, there's, he, he's thinking about the, the time that they have right now, you know, it might not be a lot, but it's enough. And I think Quinn is like, no, we need to get, we got to stop this because it's <laughs> going to come at some point and we got to, we got to finish it, you know? And she's always been that way since season one, you know, very mission focused, very, we have to do this. We have to solve this. We have to finish this. So this is right in line with her character always, where if she sees something that she can do, she's going to do it. Yeah. And I think that she sees this as an opportunity to finish this thing. And, and if, she, if they can turn on a weapon that could kill Titans, should they got to do it, you know? Um, but yeah. 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 And uh, I think, I think 10 gonna, gonna be a really, really good one. Um, I thought yeah, 10, 10 is, you know, it's, it's surprising. Like it's, it's very action packed. It's yes. probably the most action yeah. episode of the season, even, um, even, you know, ahead of the finale, even ahead of like, there's still a lot of action ahead. Um, but 10 was like the last episode where it was like, okay, what the hell are you guys making? This is too expensive. <laughs> and then the last, the last three, we had to pull back a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think this is, this is a really, it's a big episode. It's, it's, it's action big, but it has a lot of big moments. Yeah. And it's, um, it's cool. It's, it's just enjoy the ride. And, um, if you get a chance, watch them back to back. Cause it's, it's a real treat. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and yeah, so like last time new studio. So I, I apologize when I zoom internet connectivity issues, if there's sound breaking up, I apologize. Uh, but that'll do it for this episode. Thank you, Olin, as always. Yeah. Um, thanks to our incredible fans for their questions. Um, now that you know what you're looking to hear, uh, what's coming up on the on the show, uh, so you are. Uh, we're going to give the fan, some fans the opportunity to join Owen and I for 11, 12, and 13, uh, and then release them, especially after the Season 3 finale of Final Space. So if you want to learn how, make sure you're following it into Final Space on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, info's coming very soon. Uh, we'll have that out on how... You guys can have the possibility to join us. Uh, also follow at Final Space at Gabriel W. Jones and at Olin Rogers. Uh, while you're listening to us wrap up here, if you're on YouTube, make sure to like and hit subscribe. Leave us a comment uh, if you really like this episode. Uh, for those on Apple, five-star rating would be amazing. And wherever you're listening, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss out on these next great episodes because they're, they're going to be really fun. Um, and as always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys. Peace.